0: This 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 is, is mythical.
1: mythical. Welcome to Ear Biscuits. I'm Link and I'm Rhett. This week at the Round Table of Dim Lighting, we are exploring the question: What makes someone creepy? Oh, and other questions that we receive from you, mythical beasts. Yeah, there's uh, lots of lots of thought provoking questions.
0: I'm trying. I'm conjuring thoughts. Wasn't easy. Hmm. Um.
1: I'm having trouble conjuring thoughts at this moment. I don't think con- not say conjuring because it makes me think of the movie Conjuring, and I just was talking about it with someone last night and I don't like to think about it. Then why were you talking to somebody about it? Cause I, you do I'd like love it. to talk about it. You do it. Like I just it. don't like to think about it.
0: Okay. Um So we're gonna get we're gonna get into the, the world of creepy and some other things, uh including uh if we had like a triathlon of dad sports, what would they be and who would win? I got some.
1: All right, I got some thoughts on that. Other stuff too. Um, but first, I wanted to check in with you. Uh, I've noticed something that's happened a couple of times. I've been visiting your home. Oh yeah. Uh, you have nonchalantly said, "Okay, Google, dim the lights in the living room," <laughs> or something along those lines, and yeah. they've actually dimmed. Are they, you know, you've spoken to your home. Uh Uh-huh. And I know this is not. That's right, we have a. This is not a new thing. I have an intimate relationship with my home. (laughs) And uh, I am in the process of going full bore.
0: Well yeah, all morning I was looking over (laughs) at you at your desk, I mean just kinda seeing what you were working on. It seems like you were deep. It wasn't all morning. You were deep into figuring out like how to, how to talk to your house yeah i think you even googled i looked over at one point and you were like how can i be as cool as link
1: yeah it it's interesting when the when you google that directly <laughs> um have you done that what what pops up a wiki how
0: which i wrote <laughs> <laughs> uh no, so you want you want to talk to your lights too yeah yeah, well, I, t- I talk to my lights
1: well interesting thing is so i was uh i was talking to uh, Daniel, I was talking to him about uh, you know I kind of been looking like what smart bulb you got to get the smart bulbs like you got to get the bulbs that can that can be spoken to or Mm -hmm. basically they register with your uh well you can do the bulbs you can do the things that you plug in but you also have to do the switches and the reason I wanted to do uh, the bulbs themselves and not just. The I know what you've got is like a converter that like you plug into and then it can control on and off. or. Yeah, dim you or plug
0: it into the wall, then you plug the lamp into the thing, which I incidentally, I got a couple of those um, from a GMM episode, I think it's where we were, we were remote controlling Christmas lights or something and I was like, hey, when we're done with that, I wanna take that home and I, I hooked it up and then I just ended up getting more of them and I did get one that was hardwired to my to my front porch lights so that I could
1: uh, did, speak to did my Did you home. have an electrician do that or you do yeah. that? Yeah, I didn't know, I don't do electrical. Okay.
0: I can't use a knife, yeah, I can't I, use fire, I can't use electrics.
1: Yeah, because I'm gonna have to get, because I want it, again, I want to be able to control like the front lights, like you know, the lights, right now they're on like a timer, but I'd like to be able to control like the lights that are on the house, the lights up the driveway, and then all, all lights. But so you also got to get the anything that's like an overhead light that's like we have recessed lighting in most rooms, and it's like that's on a switch. So now you got to get the switch that can be controlled. You want to talk to every single light in your house? All lights. That's too much. Well, you, 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 I'll you, be the judge of that once I can. Cont- you're going I can talk overboard. To everything. You're going overboard. Well, you know why I'm going overboard? Because when to I was be talking like me. to Daniel, no, because no. See, you gave me an idea of what it could be like to be cool. Okay. But you actually aren't. Okay. You're not as cool as I'm gonna be when I can literally speak to every light source in my entire house. I, I, and let me tell you much. what, here's what Here's what Daniel told me about. He said, I've got a friend who did this to their house and um, the reason you need the smart bulbs and not just the little converter is because these bulbs can be programmed to change color and flash and do all kinds of things based on voice commands and this guy has created a custom program for his different friends. And so he's like, Hey Google, Sandra's here and all of a sudden it'll like flash red and it'll play like not don't. like <laughs> Google so Home will like p- access a track. Connects to its, to its Spotify playlist. So you think two. you're cool now, you wait till you come to my house and I say, okay Google, Link's here. And just see how cool you feel then. <laughs> well if you get the right camera, it your house will know that I'm
0: there. I'm also doing that. And then you don't even have to say Okay Google links here, which is an odd thing to say.
1: Oh, do you think you can program an intelligent camera to recognize your face and then play a specific track? I'm sure you can. Uh no. No, yeah, because yeah, there's there's a missing connection. No, there's not because you're uh, gonna things have the, you're
0: gonna basically rewire your entire house so that when Sandra comes over it can flash red. Yeah. Exactly. it's that's
1: it's nutty, man.
0: It's not I mean, that's
1: novel. Well, but I, you'll never do you it. You know, interestingly, I'm actually surprised because well, I, for, for the re, the, you know, the reason I'm compelled to do every single light is because it just seems clean. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, but the fact, the, just having a couple of lights you can control. The but lights then are, Oh, I gotta get up and touch the light switch for that one, Sandra. The lights that I control are the ones
0: that um, I never walk past the switch.
1: Or I don't want to walk at all. I want to roll the, around like the ones a, that like I want slug to, to and be just on a timer.
0: Speak to my house. I mean, I'm just saying, it's, it's not gonna be worth it. To, to, I mean, you, to, you wanna be in bed and say, oh, yeah. okay Google, turn off all the lights. Well I haven't gotten there, but that's another great idea. See that would be But useful. not with Sandra. I have my different lights that turn on. All the lights, there's certain lights that I want to turn on with the sunset, that happens automatically. Mm-hmm. And then they turn off at different times.
1: Well, cause you, well you can also set the routines. Nook, the
0: nook light turns off at like nine, the chair light i got a i got a nook light a chair light a couch light a front light and a back light and that's all the lights i got
1: well, I'm gonna all the like other ones i use a switch yeah so archaic you have if to you, touch it
0: for every gross. light for for every light you have to name it you're going to you're going to have mm-hmm. to name 47 mm-hmm. lights and then you're going to have to remember those names and i'm going to do uh, cool names like
1: battleship light, like, light
0: like b12 <laughs> you're going yeah you're going <laughs> to have to come up with a system and i'm going
1: to be the only one who understands it
0: right and then you'll be. You gotta talk to dad if you wanna
1: light you'll be, it. You'll be included with everyone who never so uses it. will be like, it. okay dad, turn on light B12 and I'll be like, okay Google, turn on light B12. <laughs> I mean. Well with- no they won't say B12, they'll say porch light and I'll say C17. I'm just telling you man, you'll have to, you, see I'm exposing it, I'm just, I'm, I'm looking out for you.
0: You don't, I mean I'm basically at you my ate, limit of the number of light, like I can't remember now. It's like.
1: You just told me all of them in the span of a minute.
0: Okay, good. but sometimes I'm like, okay Google, turn on the light and it's like, I'm sorry I haven't learned that yet. It's like it's very <laughs> polite. Well that's just. It like takes the onus on that's her. That's user like, error.
1: You know another thing—it's tough to keep them straight, man. You're going to have problems. Here's the thing: you can get your lights to be tied into your intelligent cameras, and so that if you happen to be out of town and someone comes to your front door, if the intelligent doorbell or the camera senses someone at the door, it can turn. It can be a program between the hours of blank and blank. If you see motion outside turn on this light and so it makes it seem like somebody's turning on their bedroom light. Or oh, turning on another light. I mean this is so that, smart. That's a d- they also, that, they're on camera and you can see them.
0: And that keeps Sandra away.
1: Yeah, it's Sandra is what Sandra. she prefers. Yeah, Sandra. Sa- she's insulted when you call her Sandra. Sandra. I'm gonna have a whole thing for you when you come over, man. And you will be like,
0: oh, I gotta do this. I mean, that's it's a novel idea. I just.
1: It's the future, man. Everyone's gonna be talking to their house. And you're gonna be like, I remember in 2019, Rhett started talking to his house in every which way. In too many ways.
0: You can talk to it in too many ways. Now I'm a fan of like throwing something to the television to start watching, like watch a YouTube clip or just start playing music and playing music in certain zones in my house. Like I do that every single day. And I'm like, I want this to play everywhere. We got a party. But Google, I want this to play just downstairs because Christy's upstairs taking this is, a nap. That's a great system. Or I want to play co- only upstairs. Just in my bathroom
1: and my bedroom. Chrome uh, Chromecast Audio. I bought a whole uh, stash of
0: those before they before they they off the market. But what I mean, I don't know why they did that. But what do you what
1: do you do now? I mean, yeah, like, that's what, a problem. What, what do I do? There's still some
0: floating out there.
1: You can no, buy has got to There's got to be a new solution. You
0: can know, do Sonos. Not a sponsor.
1: No, but. I'm gonna do the outdoor speakers too. They got to be hardwired to like a stereo head of some kind. Yeah. Go and ahead your and stereo head. Just has go ahead Chromecast? and buy
0: a couple of Chromecast audios right now. I'm just seriously, they're still floating around. Just buy a couple for like 25 bucks. Okay. Just to have the option, because um, Google Chromecast, not audio, doesn't work with that system. It's a separate thing. Or because it doesn't have a, a 3.5. Uh, Jack, I don't know, it doesn't, but I don't know if that's the reason why. But that's what audio has, right? Listen, this, it, if this were a tech podcast, people would be calling in and we'd no, be telling them all well, types this of is stuff. my
1: secret way of letting you know I'd like to make your Biscuits a tech podcast and two guys who don't really know anything about tech are gonna say things like 3.5 Jack. Like the click and clack of welcoming Sandra to your house. <laughs> Remember
0: click and clack? Yeah. You call in and they would tell you about uh, automobile
1: stuff. One of them died. That's Ben and Jerry. No, you're talking about Click and Clack. The NPR they had the show, the the auto repair show, and they and they were like wizards. Oh of yeah, cars. I didn't know one of them passed away. Yeah, exactly. I also didn't know that they invented ice creams, mm-hmm. which I I'm <coughs> glad they did. Okay, uh, so we're not going to just talk about tech. I mean, that is the, what the podcast is about now. But uh, you know, we promised you we'd answer questions. So next week's all about tech, <laughs> 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 and every week after. Ear Biscuits is supported by AC Pro. It's blazing
0: hot outside. You get into your car and turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows out hot air. The issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system.
1: You want an easy all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to
0: a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro.
1: Link, you wanna answer some questions?
0: Yeah, let's get into this, man. This is gonna be fun. Uh, You wanna start with a creepy? Let's start with a creepy. I mean, I we teased with it and then if we don't what if we don't get to it?
1: Yeah, that's a good point.
0: Um this is a question from a while back and then we never we never got to it. Now we think it's the best question.
1: Well, a lot of people it thumbs, does that mean? thumbs it up on uh, Facebook so they really wanted to hear the answer to it. Okay. An- Angeline Batterman. Uh, sometimes I meet someone and without even speaking to them or knowing anything about mm-hmm. them, I get a vibe of this person is creepy or this person is trustworthy. And it almost always pans out to be true. Hmm. Does this happen to other people? And if so, what the heck are we picking up on? Well, I you know, I, I think that it's, from an evolutionary
0: standpoint, it's definitely advantageous to, to develop the gene level skill of a sixth sense of knowing if someone's gonna kill you or maim you or otherwise violate you. So it makes sense in theory that we would have this inexplicable sense of creepiness because I am saying that creepy is correlated to uh, getting maimed or otherwise violated. And then personally, I think I experienced this. I think I do have a sense. Like if you started showing me, if you just went through a lineup of people and I could make split second decisions of creepy or like hot or Cre- both. Creepy or hot? That's the decision I made. It was
1: creepy or trustworthy.
0: Oh, where do we go?
1: <laughs> How did we get to hot? Oh, sorry. I was, hot I was, is I usually got a little distracted. Hot is not sort of a sixth sense thing. Usually it's sort of like. Oh, I look at them and find them attractive.
0: In the same way that I feel like I can look at someone and be like, "Oh, given my personal taste, this person is is attractive," or whatever. But I, I think in the same instant I could determine creepiness. Well, and I can do it to the same person okay. at the same time. Well, let's and I can say that is, that person is hot. Let's but explore creepy. what we
1: think that makes, person is hot because they're creepy. Let's make let's ex, we'll explore what makes someone creepy or What you think and I think. Cause but, don't, do but, you, don't you feel the same? Oh yeah but uh, I, I don't remember what this was in a book or an article or something but. Um, an instant message. Someone was advising people on this exact thing uh, which is when you have this sense that you can't explain that someone is creepy, you should always act on it and you should. Trust your instincts. You, and you should always act on it without apology. So trust you. I mean. You should trust your regardless instincts.
0: Regardless of, of, of who you are,
1: Be, tr- trust well, your
0: instincts and don't feel like you need to apologize. And you should, And
1: you shouldn't feel like <clears throat> you are, you know, don't judge yourself in that moment where you're like, oh, is there something in me that's bad that I'm making a judgment about this person? It's just like, well, I don't know, but your safety is important. And I'm not saying you gotta do something. It, just getting yourself out of that situation Trust your instincts, and uh, more often than not, they're right. But what is it that people are picking up on?
0: Well, um, the first thing I think about are the eyes, and then the second thing I think about is the mouth. So I think about that area. Creepiness is not necessarily what the eyes look like, but the if if you got like an like if there's a stare happening, and it's like what? How would you describe this? Like what about? Like I'm looking at you now, I'm just looking at you, right? Whoa. But and now, watch the difference. What's happening? Because I'm trying to put a name to that as what to me is creepy. So well, I, a, I'm just looking at you. That's
1: pretty explicit, though. That's a facial. That's an aggressive facial expression. Okay, but but I'm just talking for the about somebody isn't for the, doing anything. For the aggressive. listeners,
0: can you just? I think this. This is my answer. You flared so.
1: your nostrils and you raised your eyebrows. No, I didn't. Don't look at my nostrils.
0: I'm covering my nostrils, and I'm covering my eyebrows. Am I covering my eyebrows? Yeah. All right, I'm just looking at you, and now I'm doing that.
1: Well, you could be—you could be surprised. You kind of just—you ra- just sort of raised your eyes, you opened your eyes more. I bugged my eyes a little bit. I'm not talking about like picking up on facial if expressions.
0: You, if you, I am.
1: If you do, <laughs> my answer is: if you bug if your, someone makes a bug, bugs their eyes out if you, get out. <laughs> if
0: you bug, if your eyes. Buggy eyes compared not compared, but paired with a slightly open mouth. That's dead on creepy.
1: Okay, well I don't disagree with that, but it, that just feels more obvious. Whereas I'm talking about like you've got. Well then I'm starting obvious. So think about this, you got Ted Bundy, right? I, did you watch the Ted Bundy tapes? No, and I don't Netflix? know why anyone did. Uh, I watched a little bit of it and. Uh, oh
0: I'm gonna watch hours and hours dedicated to. I a didn't watch hours and Demented hours. serial I, killer. I watched
1: a little bit of it. Well, a lot of people this love it. A lot of people love it. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I'm not afraid to go against the grain. Um, I don't get it, man. And the you know, he the thing that made him such an an unusual serial killer is he was like a handsome, charming guy. But I bet I haven't seen it,
0: but I bet he was doing that with his eyes.
1: It has nothing to do with the expressions that he was making. Of course it does, but uh, So what do
0: you Okay, keep going.
1: I mean, essentially what you're saying is that like if I were to go into a room and somebody were to go that way and I just made a very angry. I didn't do that. Gorilla face. I just want want a little light. yeah, but you did a piece of an expression. But what if somebody is actually coming in and they're doing charming things? I believe that you probably could still pick up on something creepy. If Ted Bundy has the capacity to kill you but yet he also has the capacity to be charming and to make prolonged eye contact or whatever. I still think there's probably some, something, and again, I do think that it's something visual, uh, aural, as in (laughs) audio-ish. That's what I was saying. That you're picking up on, but I don't think, I don't think it's an expression. I think it's things more subtle like uh, posture or changes in tone of voice. I, I'm I'm saying in what well, okay so what posture? I don't know. I don't. I'm saying oh. that I'm. I'm saying I don't know what it is. I think it's super subtle, but I don't think it's like this guy. Every time I look at him, he he bugs his eyes out at me. All right, but it, okay, it's st- just like
0: a a little bit of a stare, mouth breathing. I think inexplicable smiling where you see
1: teeth. Well, I'm okay then can't see my teeth where are but you coming like, up with these criteria
0: i'm just i'm just i'm just picturing creepy people and i'm describing them to you it's not rocket science i mean everything i've said is creepy right i mean if they're
1: staring and scratching like in <laughs> like you're talking about creepy behavior though i'm saying that like somebody walks in and they've been instructed to follow a protocol of behavior. That is okay. like you're going to walk into this room and you're going to stand there and you're going to remain stone-faced. Two people do this, you think one is trustworthy and one is creepy, and it isn't because someone made a face. It's because someone has a face. I think it You the, understand what I'm saying? N- n- There's well, something about their face, the structure. Okay, I'll go um the, the distance of the, the
0: eyes. Per, if the percent if the percentage of body fat contained on the face is below
1: 7%. You think some people have 7% body of their body fat on their face? <laughs> no. That's not what I'm Maybe saying. Maybe like a large-headed baby.
0: <laughs> I'm saying the exact opposite, man. If your if percent body fat is 7%, is 7% in the facial, in the facial area, or area or less, if
1: you're like gaunt, In the just in the face,
0: yeah. I think it's like, I mean, like, I was walking down the street one time and I saw, um, shoot, what's his name? Walter Scoggins, isn't that his name? The guy from uh, co star with Danny McBride in uh, Vice Principals Goggins, Walter Goggins, isn't it Goggins? Great actor, hilarious guy. He plays the the harpsichordist in that new um HBO HBO show that you showed me. I'm a huge fan of the guy. But he's got a creepy vibe. I mean, he's got a creepy facial structure, and like, actually, that's what makes him so castable. He's got deep set eyes, like me, but I ain't creepy because my because I got big fat cheeks.
1: Oh yeah, he's got, You're got way gaunt- over seven percent. Right, I
0: got. I I'm, mean, I'm you might me. have
1: seven percent of your body fat. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: I was, I was uh, <laughs> Lincoln, and I were like sitting in the hot tub. And of course I don't wear my glasses in the hot tub and like I come up out of the water and like my hair slicked back. And Lincoln's sitting next to me like we're both on a jet, so like at point blank range. And I come up and he's staring at me like creepy. And I'm like, What? And he's like, Your face is shaped like a like a upside down diamond. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> he's like, You got your cheeks. He's like, You look so different without glasses. And I was like, Well, my hair slicked back. It's like I look like granddaddy, don't I? He was like, Your face is like a di well, he didn't say upside he just said a diamond. It's like straight across at the top, comes out a little bit, comes out a big piece here at my at the points of my cheeks, and then boop, boop. How was it? How's the diamond shaped?
1: I mean like boop, like your boop, face upside boop. down. <laughs> Apparently. I got a diamond face. It's not creepy. No, you're not creepy. But
0: more like if you can see more of the skeletal structure of the face, then you start to get creepy. And if you're scratching something, then you're off, ch- off the charts. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. But you're looking for something else, I sense. I don't know what
1: it is, but I'm saying that there are these intangible things that you are picking up on and it's not your conscious mind picking up on And that's why you shouldn't, again, think- that's why you shouldn't judge yourself because you're picking up on something that, you, that, again, that you said is coming from like a reptilian part of your brain that's not some conscious process. It's just this but I think- instinct and you should trust it.
0: But it could be any, I could list a whole bunch of other things like unkempt, wiry eyebrows like, or if there's like four or five.
1: That are just four like. Four or five eyebrows? Boing,
0: boing, 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 boing. Yeah, if you got thing. more
1: than two eyebrows, that's definitely creepy. <laughs> you mean eyebrow hairs, okay. Cool. Um, like if you're
0: inexplicably smiling and you don't see teeth but you're, but you're doing something with your tongue. Like you're licking your lips with your tongue. That's creepy. I think the problem actually is trustworthiness. Like I'm all over creepy, but thinking somebody's trustworthy, that's dangerous. Like you're giving somebody the benefit of the doubt. I, I think you gotta be really careful with that. Like, yeah, they might have a, a chubby face, chubby cheeks like me, but th- they might look trustworthy, but don't trust that. And,
1: uh, you, it there is there like a Ted Bundy there is a tendency to fall into um uh, prejudice here right because people may be like well uh I don't trust this person Absolutely. Beca- because of the way that I judge where they come from and that's obviously bad i'm not, and i'm not suggesting you Sh- do yeah. that cuz that you know you you get into some I, i'm kind of talking about when you're in that when you're in a vulnerable place and you get a vibe. Even if you get a if you get a vibe of trustworthiness, hey, you get a vibe of trustworthiness. Go into business with a person. No, you know, trust your instincts. Mm-mm, Start no. a business right on the spot. No partnership. Uh,
0: I, I'm disturbed that you were not able to say one thing that you think makes people. You're like creepy blind.
1: No, no, because my theory is that what makes somebody creepy is not something that I can articulate. Is <laughs> something that happens in the reptilian part of my brain and the reptilian part of my brain cannot speak, cannot form words, can't even really form thoughts in the same way. It just acts on instinct, cause and effect and I'm saying that they're, and I'm sure that what they've done is they've done some study, if we were not lazy, if I didn't wanna roll around like a slug and turn my lights on with my voice, yeah. then I'd probably Google what makes somebody creepy and there would be an answer. But you know what, that's what the internet's for. That's not what your Biscuits is for. I think there was a Vsauce video on what makes something creepy. Oh there you go, Vsauce has already done it. Why were you sitting here talking about it? Um, but he
0: didn't say why people look creepy. That'd be a stupid video to make because you'd, you'd draw a lot of. Well I think you're describing me. Link us to and, the- And leave that to me on our podcast which I think, I'm sorry if you have a, as, uh, like a like a skeletal face or that you lick your lips. I mean, I'm just saying, to me, you're acting creepy and you need to stop it.
1: Well link us to a, an, an actual scientific article, uh, hashtag Ear Biscuits, we'll read it. Others will too. Uh, here's another question from Megan Martin. What is uh, an experience you had as a kid that you wish your kids could have but can't and then the opposite? What is an experience your kids have? Oh that you wish you were able to have as kids. Okay, do you do you know what what you wish our kids could experience that they can't but we did? Uh well, I think it, I, I think about this quite often uh and we we've touched on this in general before, but you know, just just the the amount of freedom, whoa, almost threw that off the table. The amount of freedom that we had growing up, which I think was partially regional and partially generational. Yeah. Uh, Being able to go off and do whatever we want to and that is not something that our kids even have the capacity to do at this point because they got, I can track their location on their phone. Summertime bike excursions. Uh, But this specific thing that I was thinking about was something we talked about recently that we did not, that me and you talked about that we've never never talked about publicly uh, was we were trying to remember when we were our son's ages so like maybe even younger than Locke, so like probably 14, because it was was 14, 15, it was like, maybe the summer between eighth and ninth grade, Mm -hmm. Uh, which incidentally is the setting for our upcoming novel, The Lost Lost Causes Causes of Bleak Bleak Creek.
0: Creek. Pre-order it now, bleakcreek.com. It
1: takes place in the summer of 1992. Uh, But anyway, uh, we had a friend, Ben, who, We talked about him before, Ben Greenwood, the uh, Book of Mythicality was dedicated to Ben. He was an embodiment of mythicality, if there ever was one. Passed away from uh, cancer uh, years ago. He was this incredibly adventurous guy who got us into so many things and somehow he talked his parents and then we uh, talked our parents into letting us travel. They drove us in the Greenwoods Subaru from Buies Creek to Buckhorn Dam which was, it's basically the beginning of the Cape Fear River. The Cape Fear River's headwaters are a little bit higher than that but this is like, there's a dam there and you'd have to like go over the dam. And we got into a canoe, the three of us. Ben's canoe or Ben's dad, I don't know whose canoe it was. It was Ben's canoe, an old town canoe, green, that was definitely not a whitewater canoe, it was like a pond canoe but we took this canoe there's only two seats in a canoe and then there's a crossbar and then we would take turns who sat on the crossbar. And we, no supervision, no phone, we just canoed all the way down the Cape Fear River, all the way back to our homes. That
0: is a long freaking way. I mean it it probably, I mean it was at least a six hour journey.
1: Yes. And like we. Like, on the river. There was no like. Through multiple rapids. I'm gonna check in with you guys when you get to, you, this like lock and Lincoln. And a friend, getting into a boat, driving, what dri- driving them like an hour and a half away, and yeah. then just having them. Well, hey, hopefully you make it. <laughs> well, we,
0: you know, we worked we worked up to it. I mean, I think the reason they had the canoe was because he could take it to like the lake on the golf course.
1: We did it all the time, yeah.
0: And and then it's like, well, on the far side of the golf course is the Cape Fear River, so we we could. We could take it there. We'd cross the river in the canoe, yeah. Yeah, or just swim or whatever there. And then we would take it from there down to Irwin. But then at some point you're like, let's start at the furthermost point and it, yeah, yes, right below that dam. Like the water is like water falling down over that. But yeah, it's just crazy to think. I just can't imagine doing that with entrusting lock and Lincoln with that
1: well and I, I I just always think what does it mean you know I, I actually think that my kids are they're a lot like me they're they're super they're naturally independent and like would do a lot of things without any you know pushback uh, but, but there are times when I'm like no doubt our tendency to do things like get into a boat, because I'm not saying it wasn't, it It, it still wasn't normal. It, our other friends weren't doing it. I mean true. there were some people who were doing it and it was sort of and we accepted. Would, and it, we wouldn't be doing it if it weren't for Ben initiating it. Right. We needed somebody to let us know that it, was, you could, it could be done. But I have to think that um, our decision to do a lot of things like that and having it be awesome and then having it turn out well is one of the reasons that we've kind of lived a, a life of What some people interpret as risky risky behaviors, at least in terms of like taking chances on things and trying new things. But sometimes I worry. Okay, our kids don't have that; they don't exercise that level of independence. And so, is that going to come back to haunt them? Are they gonna? Are it's just going to happen in a different way?
0: Yeah, like I think a, a sense of adventure for them is let's go to a rock climbing wall, or like when I when I was on this one stretch of mountain biking. With Lincoln, I did realize that if if he if he fell off the bike to the left, he would fall down. He would careen down a cliff. Right. I was like, oh, this That's is fun. this is cool. I bet I bet he's scared right now. I didn't ask him later because I realized we were going down the wrong path and we had to turn around. And I was just very apologetic that we had to like push our bikes back up this really steep oh, hill. Push huh? Oh, but yeah, I had to look on my phone in order to figure it all out which we had none of that. Of course, when you're on a river, you kinda, it's easy to not get lost because there's only one direction. There's right. only one river. But you know the thing about Ben, he said he embodied mythicality and, um, the you know, it's a, it, its a credit to his parents that they were, I, I can't remember what we told our parents. Oh, we're going out with Ben on the river. You know, it's like, I don't know how much they really understood but it was very clear that Ben's parents Knew what was going on because they're driving us there,
1: dropping us off. Yeah. There's, there's no question. My parents definitely did not know the extent. They didn't there, appreciate. There, was, there wasn't that. It wasn't that level of communication. It was like, I want you to tell me where you're going. I want you to. I want to know specifically. I want to see on a map. I want to know when you're going to get there. They were just like, Oh, the Greenwoods got it. Good, right? And the. But the to their credit, I, you know, when I
0: think about it, I just wonder if. I don't know maybe this is a silly question, but because Ben's life was so sh- so short and he you know he had uh, he was diagnosed with chronic fatigue syndrome I think in seventh grade. Mm-hmm. So like he no longer could even come to public school with us but like and then he was so limited that like whenever he had the energy to do things and we were doing things with him, it was like he had a little bit more freedom to experience I mean he he experienced so much of life especially given the the physical limitations that from which he suffered. Hmm. I think it's I don't know I, I take some comfort in that and I feel honored that we were along for the ride literally a lot of times <clears> in his boat. But it you know maybe there was some sort of sense of you know life is short go for it. You know, I, I think that Maybe his parents had a sense of that. Hmm. Um, that that kind of led to yeah. We'll drop you off here and like we trust you to be safe. He had a good head on his shoulders, and he was like, he was smart about all that type of stuff. You know, I we mean, and we trusted him with our lives.
1: You know. Well, the only thing I'll say that makes me think that I don't. I mean, maybe there were that maybe they they acted that way without even realizing it. But you know, he was that way from. As far back as I could remember, when I met him in third grade, and then yeah. he had also he told stories of Oklahoma, which is where he moved from. Um, you know all the stuff that when third grade you're not that old, right? You haven't lived a whole lot of life, but he had already done so many cool things, and uh, and in um, and so I think they were just very they trusted him, um, and he was super responsible, and. We just did a, you know, again, it was a different time.
0: Not that we didn't almost die on the river many times, but But that's once we got our kayaks.
1: You need that, Well, and that's the thing, like uh, it's so difficult to then then try to map that onto our kids' lives because I don't, you know, I think about, I mean, you got Lily driving right now, right? She's starting to, she's learning to drive, and you know, when we were, 16? Oh no, I guess we were 17 at the time. Me and you just got into a car and drove to Indiana. <laughs> from North Carolina.
0: Well we were going to a wedding.
1: Yeah but I mean. I mean you, we were
0: meeting your parents there. It's just a road right? But yeah that's kinda, that's a long ways but for, it's, for a 17
1: year old. Especially back then when it was like literally it was a map, we had a map. Like a paper map.
0: Didn't we? I thought we followed. We didn't follow your parents. No, because <laughs> that wouldn't be as fun. I think we talked them into not following them. Yeah, because they drove too. So I would. You know, we'll meet you there.
1: No, because when we got we, when we we got to town and we met my my grand my granddad. <laughs> Remember that? Yeah, that's right. Just driving along the road. Anyway. um, but the opposite of the question is so I, I don't know what the answer is. I mean, there's lots of things that I'd like my kids to be able to experience, but I'm also glad that they don't they're not doing anything as risky as we did, so it's really tough to, to answer. But what do they get to do that we kind of wish that we got to do?
0: Well, the first thing that comes to my mind is like I mean, our kids our kids come to the studio and they're in videos and stuff. I mean, I think we will be eating it up if that's true you know if if uh if we had access you know i mean we're we're still that's why we're so you know we're living our childhood dreams that we didn't couldn't even articulate so it's like man if if uh i mean your dad worked at the at the law school and they just happened to have this like this set up with two vcrs and and you thought uh, it, well, that was our opportunity to edit video for the first time, but that was like heaven. It's like I'm going in, I I got Dad's key and I'm going into the to the two VCR room. Yeah, I mean it's like think about if it wasn't two VCRs, but it was this. Like, hey, I can be on my Dad's show or something. You know, it's like and our you know we we filmed we're filming some stuff we we film stuff with Shando all the time. Mm-hmm. like getting them into it because they're so stinking cute and the way that they play off of each other is hilarious because they're so different.
1: Well and we did a similar thing uh, with Locke and Lincoln back, was it the Mythical Show? Yeah, the they, Mythical Show. They came show. in and did a segment? Yeah, it was like a, they. When they were cute. <laughs> um, and, But they don't.
0: But they're not, they don't wanna be a part of it. Now. I mean, it's not like they're living a dream, it's just like they get a kick out of it. I mean, Lily actually said, "You know, I'd like to be in a video again." She still thinks. It's oh yeah, because she
1: was she she did some stuff last year.
0: Yeah, um, when we she's going to come in next week and like watch us film some stuff. She's excited about it. So, so I'm I'm glad that they do feel that way. But like we our minds would have been blown, man, if it was like, well, I don't know, maybe we wouldn't have cared. If like we would have grown up if our dads were like worked at the public access television studio or something. I don't know what the equivalent that's kind of the, what the equivalent would well, have Well, I,
1: mean, I the first thing that came to my mind was the stuff that our kids get to do. And this is uh you know, partly because of our jobs and, and partly because of where we live. Uh but also this is a much more travel oriented generation. There's yeah. a, just it's much more um, you know, people fly a lot more, people go a lot further. But just like I think about the vacations that we've been on with our family, our kids have been to Australia, our kids have been to uh, Europe, and you know, Locke's been to Africa. You're you're, you're gonna be in Lily went to China. She went to China. Then you're gonna with be, a friend of hers, and you're gonna be in that part of the country, uh, part of the world again. You know, and our kids get to eat all this amazing food. When amazing food for me was Boschonis. <laughs> yeah, you talking about amazing food in L.A. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, and around the world too. And and uh, I don't know because I and I, this I feel yeah. It would have been nice to be spoiled like our kids. I'm are, of is I'm, basically what you're saying. I'm of two minds yeah. about this though because I kind of think that the fact that really up until I graduated college, Shoney's was still that was as good as it got for me. You know what I'm saying? Like mm. I think that I'm in. I'm able to. Even I think you adjust pretty quickly, but I think I'm. You know, I'm able to kind of appreciate that we, we didn't. I didn't. We didn't go any. We didn't, we traveled a little bit, but we would like go to Georgia. You know, remember that family. Remember but,
0: that time that my mom took me and you to Carowinds.
1: Yeah, I never forget it because you, those kinds of things were so. There were anomalies in our experience, and it was just going to an amusement park near Charlotte. Pretty awesome. Yeah. Would've blown our you minds. You wanna go to Carowinds? Is that what you're asking? would blown our minds to go to
0: Six Flags. <laughs> that wouldn't have been that much different.
1: So, I don't know, I, in, in one sense, I think what I'm saying is there's things that come to mind that I would like to do and I'd like them to do, but in another, at the same time, I'm kinda glad that I had the life I had and they have the life they have.
0: Yeah, don't have the power to change it, so let's just reconcile it. Yeah, them. just accept it. Jonathan Garlinghouse, if you guys were to face each other in a quote, dad sports triathlon. Then in parentheses, he put darts, pool, bowling. Is this a thing or did he make that up? Is a dad sports triathlon a thing and it consists of darts, pool, and bowling? His question is, what strengths would you bring to it and who would win overall? Well, I mean, I am not, I'm trying as hard as I can when I throw darts on the show. Yeah. I mean, I'm just I I just got no chance, man. And we're so, we're so close to that board. I don't, and I'm horrible at
1: it. I, but I don't think your weakness is the targeting. It it kind of is. I think your weakness is the guessing. No. Are you no, historically the, that far from your guesses? Yeah.
0: I mean, if if you were to like
1: if if you were to
0: superimpose like an actual dart board and the the amount of fidelity there, I'm telling you right well, now, somebody would, should do that. I would be horrible at it. Um, but, but we've
1: we have well, so you would beat me at darts. Well, but we've done pool and bowling. On well, okay, if we if they, if we're judging this by performance on Good Mythical Morning, I actually think historically you would win. We played pool one time, and you were, uh, you you were better at it than me. I don't think I'm that bad of a pool player, but you beat me on that day and uh and then bowling when we did the flame bowling uh i was be- I at least was better. in the, at least in the edit you you, you got more of the strikes <laughs> um no i'm i'm
0: if we're bowling one game of bowling one one is it called a round i don't know what it is a set i don't know what it's called a frame
1: i would i think I'd beat you, but if we went two my, yeah. my fingers give out but uh, here's the thing though. Is that if you isolate this down to pure, pure competition and, not, and entertainment value not being like it's not being filmed, mm-hmm. and it's just simply like it, I kind of go into a, a very specific mode in those scenarios.
0: Yeah, which sends me into another mode. So your mode is I get very I ha- competitive. I have to win. I would my,
1: be I would be tough to beat if my, it was just about winning.
0: It, yeah, and it sends me into my
1: mode, which is.
0: Why am I doing this again? <laughs> I am I'm, I'm searching for a I'm searching for a motivation. Um Yeah, I'm just like I really don't like even in winning, I'm like looking around like for some sort of like an instruction manual.
1: Like when you I don't win. Yeah, I just I don't I just don't really Well, it's it's the winning is really, the reward. I don't really care that much. The is wi- the it's the winning that's it I do think that it's not I, the champagne that I might comes could after really this. I might could
0: really work up some gumption and i th- I think I could beat you at bowling i think I think that would be a good competition um it, I also it, think it definitely be close I think like frisbee golf I think that would be pretty even like i th- yeah. I like to think I'm pretty good with a frisbee
1: uh, yeah yeah um we, we, we we've we did that? We used to do that in college. But I blow you
0: away at napping. Is that a dad? That's a dad thing. I'm just saying. Yeah, dad's gonna like sit, like hit the couch and just. Who's gonna go out first? Like I could definitely blow you out of the water. I at can't. Napping. I can't nap competitively. That's, like
1: that's, that's that's a given.
0: I mean, after we had that meeting, but before we came in
1: here, you snored within 30 seconds. Well,
0: yeah, I laid down on the couch. I was like, I'm gonna take an. I, we got a meeting in 12 minutes. I'm gonna take a 12 minute nap and uh, Jade was sitting on my lap and I even had to pee and I had to move Jade because she was on my bladder. Hmm. I had to pee, I had a dog sleeping on top of me because she's constantly sleeping and I know I fell asleep because I did that jerk thing.
1: You're such a jerk.
0: I I did the (laughs) jerk, I actually looked it up. Did, Did you see, it's called a hypnagogic jerk. Yeah. Did you,
1: you said I was snoring, is that? within a, w- no exaggeration within a minute there was a there was like a <laughs> that was that was when i jerked oh yeah <laughs> okay uh
0: <laughs> also called a hypnic jerk or sleep starts
1: sleep starts sleep starts like i, I think that's short for like startle okay yeah um, i i had so that, that happen but in a 12 min, in a 12 minute that's uh, why i'm a little grumpy right now a 12 minute what, a 12 minutes supposed now, to help
0: well it should have been, I think it should have been 20 minutes as a power nap, right, not 12 minutes.
1: But a 12 minute nap would not, I, even under the best circumstances, I wouldn't go to sleep in 12 minutes. It would just be, I'm resting my eyes. I'm really trying to go to sleep. But I literally went to sleep in. A minute. <laughs> Again, so it's like I'm,
0: I'm saying let's put that in there. But that's not part of the triathlon, it's just darts, pool, and bowling. And You know we wrapped about, in that thoughtful guy thing, we talked about the hypnagogic jerk. And it's like uh I wonder if it's a defense mechanism for something like sleeping on a cliff or just top bunking and oh, they, they yeah. don't know why it happens, but the it's but the, the same
1: reason you find people creepy the
0: the, <laughs> the prevailing theory, if you're interested is um that like from a from like a evolutionary like primal version of us, it's like sleeping if you if you're like a, like a primate sleeping in a tree, like if you, if you, if you fall asleep then you're like, the, the relaxation of your muscles then triggers a reflex to like- Grab. To grab so you don't fall out of the tree. I thought it was so that, you don't
1: fall out of the womb as a baby.
0: <laughs> fall out of the womb. That's <laughs> that can not happen. That's not up to you, that's up to the womb. Oh. So I think we were right about the top bunking thing or like sleeping on a cliff, sleeping in a tree.
1: It's when, when that jerk happens. That makes sense to me. So I'm I'm winning at that too. So I'm. Well, you add. Oh, I could add golf to the dad thing, and then I win. I mean, you, if, we, if we're adding things that we're good at, then we can just add ad nauseum. Getting nauseated, I'd win at that. <laughs> uh, how about another question? One one last question before we uh, the wrecking effect. Okay. Uh, this is from Austin Campen. Uh, Touches on something we've talked about before, but this is a different analysis. Where of does it. it touch it? If it was confirmed that we were in the Matrix or some equivalent simulation, which of course we are. And there were that, your words that yes? was this is Austin. He's saying all this. Oh. And there was a way out. Would you take it? You'd be leaving your family, friends, and life behind for an unknown real world, would it be worth it? So obviously we talked about in fact we, we made a, a valiant attempt to escape the simulation. Right. We tell On hands. this very show. It did not work unless we escaped into a simulation that was exactly the same as the one we left. Because you were in a. Which there's no way to prove that we didn't.
0: And So you kind of answered the question that like, if you wanted to escape, you were, you were having some, some, some alone time and
1: you were thinking about if you, were, if you could break out, would you, and you said out loud. I was in the hot tub and I said, I know this is a simulation, let me out now or something. And I want out. And I want out. Because I thought that maybe that was the key was just to acknowledge it. But then we tried it as buddies holding hands doesn't work as buddies. But 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 the but, thing I didn't but that's your answer.
0: But your answer at the time was well, you would do it, and you seem to just drag me along for the.
1: No, and okay, and here's what here's what I'll say. My knee jerk, your hypnagogic jerk. My hypnagogic jerk answer to this question is that by default I would get out of the simulation because it would be moving towards truth, right? So it so and I'm now, now I'm going to think about it on a second on a second level and maybe take it back but I'm saying my knee jerk reaction to it is oh this is a simulation yeah, but yeah there's a truth beyond that that you can actually ascend to yes I'm going to go there regardless of what's on the other side well, and you say ascend but it may be descend too yeah it could be I think that's the point yeah but uh, Austin has got me thinking differently about it because now all of a sudden he, what he's saying is that okay. Austin you, had to remind you that you have a family. Well, no, it's like okay, so you, you in, in you yeah, know, obviously our family, but you've got your you, your dog Jade is in the room with us in, in, in okay. Jimmy's lap over there. Can I see the so
0: can I see the dog?
1: And uh I don't have any proof of this, but you seem to be as attached to Jade as you are to any human that you are in relationship with. Now for a moment, consider that Jade is not real; she is only she's just the result of some clever programming uh, but by definition, excising yourself from the simulation would mean that you could no longer be in relationship with her.
0: not doing it I mean, I'm you know yeah, i got too much I got too much to lose, man, look at me, I got it going on. I mean, you painted a simple. You've painted a simple picture for me.
1: But the, it's not well, real. It's not real. Neither am I. No, no, that's exactly the, no. You are real, and you can get out now. Maybe Jade is an avatar of another dog that you can make a connection with in outside of the simulation. Maybe your wife is an avatar of another individual that you can make a connection with outside of the simulation. I don't know if the simulation exists just for you or if we're all avatars in a simulation. We you don't know that until you get out of the simulation. Why would the yeah
0: why would it be It seems it seems easier for me to believe that it would be worse outside of the simulation because I'm biased because I've got I got a hashtag blessed life, okay? And it's, so it seems like, but it seems cruel that it's all fake. It's all a simulation. So it seems like that cruelty that set it up. It seems cruel? Why does it seem cruel? Because it's not real. You're hashtag blessed, man. I know, but I'm just saying on a, but it's, but it's a farce. It's a lie. It's a lie that's a favor, I guess.
1: To me, maybe it is. Maybe it's just an experiment. I don't know. But you can now. If I knew definitively, like this is the thing, is that how could it be better? I mean, again, it's like I'm the people in the Matrix had the that they were they came out of the Matrix and saw the real world and then made decisions to stay because they could they could come back, right? Mm-hmm. But I'm just saying this is like an all or nothing deal. Like if you if you leave, you can't get back and you don't know what's on the other side. For me, the unknown and the fact that it is a simulation and you can get out of it, the curiosity is too high. And then I would just justify it. I would be like, of course I love my, my family. Uh, of but, course I love my life. But if they are ultimately just a program, then, I'm not really. I'm not really, and I'm just. I'm just in inside the simulation. I'm not really. I'm not losing. I'm losing an idea. I'm not losing actual beings. Again, this is like the robot
0: relationship conversation. I thought we became convinced that, like, yes, we could have what would experientially be a viable relationship with a robot, and we were cool with that. But that's self-aware
1: self-deception.
0: So just extend that to an entire family of
1: robots that you're, it's like surprise, your family is robots. I just think the fact that you don't, that there's something that you could know, that there's something on the outside, that's just, it's too much. With the, with the, the robots, that, I that, know what the alternative is and I can slip into it any time. I can cease to, I can be like this relationship, is, I was just with a robot or I can enter into it and make myself believe it.
0: But that makes it sound like, given the way you describe it, like okay, you would go to Mars. You would leave you would leave your family to discover the next frontier.
1: No, because my family is real in that scenario. I'm leaving people who have the capacity that not not only is it what I feel, but they also have the capacity to grieve. But this in the
0: simulation they do they they're basic they do they
1: could they would grieve. Yeah, but I if my if a robot was about to kill my dog, I'd kill the robot. Do you know what I'm
0: saying? I don't know how that applies. It's like you don't you don't. Someone's not about to. Your family member is not about to kill you. I have
1: a bias towards biological life. Sue me. I have a bias towards my own current happiness. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I mean that's cool, man. I. I don't know what happens to me when I leave the simulation. One day I'll figure it out. I don't know hey, if my hey, body just drops. You, you, I, you're living I, a good and life, I, man. And I just I die? Mean,
0: the chances of, uh, again, I've there's, there's a lot of people who are living difficult lives. I mean, we are in a percentage of people on Earth who are living like, I mean, we don't deserve how but, good we've but got you're it. you're assuming that. The chances
1: that it's better than what we've got, <laughs> But you're assuming nil, that man. my primary motivation is increased comfort. I mean I do want to speak to my home as a slug. I know. That so. is that is true. Uh, right. But my primary motivation for moving into the next thing is not increased comfort as much as it's increased discovery.
0: I think your primary motive is seeming like
1: you could take a provocative stance. No, but, no, see, because if you were to adopt my opinion, that would be true about you, but that's not true about me. I want Sandra to come over because I want to discover what it would be like for Sandra to have a, sp- a special soundtrack when, when and flashing you, lights.
0: Give me an example of when you have sacrificed present comfort for a future discovery, for potential discovery.
1: Potential discovery? It happens all the time. Uh, like. Tasting the new Carl's Jr. B- burger. So
0: what you're <laughs> what, you're denying yourself? What what are you denying? What are you? You don't giving know up? how it's
1: gonna go down, man. A lame example. Okay, rack your brain. Hot chicken. <laughs> it's not comfortable. I wanted the hottest one to see what it was like. I didn't think it was gonna be but good. If, but if Instagram didn't
0: exist, would you you would have done it?
1: I did it the other day
0: with, with no Instagram. Okay, that's true.
1: Um, no but also I don't. That's not much of a sacrifice. Hold on, but uh, no, I think our whole career though, I don't think that it's been primarily motivated by more comfort. No, that's true. Any, but any type of life, like you in the Spartan race, it wasn't about comfort, it was about self-discovery, man. I think it's human nature, if you're like, Listen, I can't promise you what this is gonna going be like when you go into this room. It could be really bad or it could really be good. The thing is, is if you go into this room, the thing I can promise is it will be mind blowing. You're not gonna go in that room? I'm gonna go into that room. But you ne- can never come back from the room. Yeah. That's the thing. I don't care, I'm going in, man. That's the problem. I'm going in.
0: You can't, the problem is coming back. Like we have, I don't think we've been faced with that. Well I don't think, I, I'm trying to come up, the examples that you've given are not like that, like it's a valve, you can't go back.
1: Tattoo? <laughs> Getting a tattoo? I don't
0: mean, you know, you gotta keep thinking, man. I, I'm not convinced that you would do it. I'm just based saying based as a, as a principle,
1: no, I, when I was in the hot tub, I was really trying to get out, and I was really trying to get out when we were here. <laughs> okay. Um I wasn't. That's why I've, I had so much fun trying. Let us know what you would do. hashtag Ear Biscuits. Uh But I do want to leave you with a wreck and effect. Oh
0: yeah, give me a wreck, man. It's your turn.
1: Uh, check baby, check. I-, I tend to recommend shows. I- I've noticed. I'm going to okay. recommend another uh, another show. Um, for those of you who like weird, it's just it's weird, and it's not for everybody, and that's why I like it. Uh, it just, the second season just, uh, came back on Netflix. The OA. Did you ever watch that? No, I didn't. Anybody else in here watch that? It's, it's a sci
0: fi situation.
1: Yeah. Uh, and I'm not going to, basically, what the show's about, by telling you what the show's about, is, is basically a, the, sort of like the season one spoiler. So I'm not going to do that. Um, it just cuz you once you figure out what what's going on it's so it's it's a little bit of a there's a little bit of a mystery aspect it's just super weird so if you like weird sci-fi yeah th-
0: is it like black
1: mirror uh there it has black mirror-ish uh elements in that you know they're kind of delving in and asking some some philosophical questions of what if this could happen what if this were true and it is a concept that uh you know people have explored in, in philosophy and it's kinda just exploring what it would be like and then. Are there any jolly laughs? It is not funny at all. Wow, well, you kind of have a little comic relief. It would be nice if it was funny. It's not funny at all. Uh, is y- it? Is the writing good? Is the acting good? Is it more about? Yes. The writing and acting is good. Is there any stars that I would recognize? Uh, you would recognize the... Uh, antagonist, but I don't know what he's from, but you would recognize him. Okay. And then the second season, we just started watching that. Jesse and I, it's one of the shows that we enjoy together. Just started watching that and it was just like, I, cause I was thinking, where are they gonna go? Where
0: are they gonna go from here? Is it rated R? Is it for the ne- for the kids?
1: Hmm, it's not bad. I don't, I think you kids could watch it. Can I start with season two? No, definitely not. Okay, I and honestly, Away. <laughs> I don't know if you'd like it. It's just one of those things that it's like, it's weird. In fact, and then, you know, my uh, good friends, Lance and Lacey, who are, you know, the, kind of the authority on weird, without being prompted, they just texted in the text thread that they have with me and Justin. They were like, You guys watch the OA? Super weird. I think you'd like it. And we were like, Oh, we love it. We watch it
0: together. But you don't think I would like it, well, I got, I got limited screen time.
1: You, I'm. The thing I've observed. To the thing Game I have, have observed about the way that you analyze television shows and movies is you have a difficult time enjoying things that don't have likable characters. And this is not. I don't find the main character particularly likable, and I don't find anybody very likable. I, I liked. Um, I liked the hand, story. I
0: liked Handmaid's Tale, but I didn't like House
1: of Cards at the beginning. But I, I watched. You a lot also of didn't like that. Uh, what's that? That show on Showtime, uh, or maybe it's HBO. That's about the rich family. That's supposed to be like the oh, The Descendants, Succession. succession. You, you you didn't like that when you started watching it because you were like, right. I don't like yeah. any of the people. And I'm like, yep. that's why I like it because I don't like any other people.
0: Yeah. Uh, I, so if you so, don't, it's, it's so harsh.
1: If you don't, if you like to watch shows where everyone is unlikable, <laughs> you'll love the OA. Really. Okay. It's the, but it's not like that. It's not like the main character is, a, is not, the protagonist is not a jerk, and you don't like hate them. They're not like morally corrupt. It's I just, loved House back in I the day. I don't think you. He was still very. He
0: was so unlikable. He was likable,
1: and that was the device. There you go. Okay. Maybe there's hope. It's different. All right. I'm gonna tell my uh, I'm gonna tell my house to play the next episode of OA for me. See how see how it responds.
0: House, whenever I walk up to you and enter your front. Start playing the OA
1: on every screen. What if I asked the house to play house? It might just implode. Well it's probably smarter than that. Like Play if, myself, what? Breakdown. <laughs> <laughs> z- z- <laughs> z- 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 you want your whole house to collapse? Ask it to play house.
0: Yeah, I mean I'm not, I ain't doing that. Hashtag air Biscuits, talk to us. Keep listening, don't give up on us.
1: Yeah, it'll get better.